I'm Sean. And I'm Alex. <laughs> and that's Grayson. And this is Autism Building the Puzzle. One piece at a time. Welcome to Autism Building the Puzzle. My name is Alex, and today I'm going to be talking all about a supplement that is called DMG, and we're going to be talking about whether or not it has an impact on behavioral challenges associated with autism. Um, Grayson is on currently on DMG, and what DMG is, it's DMG is a short word for dimethylglycine. And what that is, is an amino acid that is essential part of methylation, um, immune system, and detoxification. So when we saw that, we went to biomedical treatment and we saw, we did testing on Grayson. We tested his hair um, since it's hard to get blood from him. And we sent that to the lab and they did a test of vitamin deficiencies and heavy metal testing. Um, this is something that your doctor will not do, a normal medical doctor, and they most likely will disagree with all of it. Um, so we had that done through biomedical. All of that is out of pocket. We've, we've spoken about this a lot of times on our podcast. Um, after lots of research, I decided, okay, we're going to give the vitamin route a chance because I thought that was safer than ever going the pharmaceutical route first. Um, so that's what we did. So when we had him tested, um, he came back with arsenic, um, mercury, you name it, everything. And everything he came back in, I came back in. Um, me and him were both tested. Sean has not been tested yet. Um, but we were both tested and he went through the whole testing process first, Grayson, and then I did Mayan. And it is no surprise that we both came back in the same thing. He could have had it in utero. If I was high in arsenic, then that would have transferred to him. And that also could have contributed to the autism. Um, You know, it is environmental factors that they say do play a role into it, as well as genetics. Um, And we have had him tested genetically, and there is no chromosomal problem indicated. Um, So it's most likely environmental and things like that. Um, one of the things that could cause an environmental, you know, influence on autism, if your child has it, is if you live close to farms and we live all around farmland, there's farms right next door to us. Um, and they use a lot of chemicals and a lot of pesticides and people don't think about things like that, but that is going into the air and you are breathing that in. Um, so it definitely has an effect. So... As far as things like that, you could detox your body, and that is something that DMG can help you with. We have had Grayson on DMG for about two and a half years now. We started very low and slow. Um, You know, DMG, as far as methylation, I would say DMG isn't going to completely detox the body, but it can help and aid in that process. However, if you are going to detox your body and do methylation, you definitely want to consult a biomedical doctor or a professional because... You don't want to do that on your own. It can be really, really bad for your body if it's not done correctly. Um, Honestly, it's something I myself have never attempted. I still have not detoxed my body from the heavy metals and things like that. Um, 
because I only have one kidney and that really does scare me a lot. It's scary that I have the heavy metals, but the methylation process can be even scarier. Um, you can go into organ failure, so you really have to be careful. So don't try anything on your own or reading or, you know, anything on Google because it can be really serious. Um, so DMG can help in a healthy way and kind of get the pathways healthy. Um, but like I said, it's not going to completely rid the body of the heavy metals and detox your body. Um, methylation does play a key role in a lot of conditions. Um, it can have influences on health, well-being, behaviorally, um, brain fog, your immune system can be suppressed. Um, that's why a lot of children on the spectrum um, that have behavioral challenges, they suffer from immune imbalances. Um, their bodies usually have trouble dealing with like bacteria infections and just, you know, germs, things like that. Luckily, Grayson has never been like that. The kid is never sick. He got sick one time and it was the day after he had the flu shot um, and he was sick for a while. So they think it was a reaction to the flu shot. He never got a flu shot again and he's never been sick. I mean, this kid's never had an ear infection, nothing at all. Um, it's crazy. <laughs> so thankfully that is not an issue we struggle with. Um, but it's normal for kids to get sick, especially if they're in, you know, daycare or school. So that very well could be another reason he's not sick since we homeschool him and he doesn't go to daycare. Um, but even before that, when he was a baby and around people, he was never sick. We had him out all the time. Um, you know, Grayson would go out without a jacket in the middle of the winter, 20 degrees. And later on, we found out through the biomedical doctor that what he was doing was he was using the cold to slow his body down and his heart rate. So he could feel if he was overstimulated, he would go out on our balcony, literally like <laughs> barely dressed. And I'm like, Grayson, get in here. But it was hard sometimes because he never got sick. So he wasn't a child that I could say, hey, you're going to get sick. You need to come in here and put a jacket on because he never got sick. So I really couldn't use that line. Um, and plus, you know, back when I was in high school, I actually found out that that's totally a myth. It doesn't matter if you go out with a wet head. It's not going to make you any sicker if you went out with your hair dry. Um, you are already currently then fighting an infection. So when I found that out, I remember coming right home to my mom like, see, I can't get sick. Here it is right here. We're learning about it in school. So yeah, so that was a myth. Um, so can't say that to him. Not going to lie to the kid. Um, but, you know, it's it's amazing how he knew to do that to regulate himself. So when we found that out from the doctor, we were like, wow, that is incredible that he knows to do that. Um, and they know what they need. So, you know, their immune system can be suppressed and that can be difficult, especially if there are imbalances and you have heavy metals and things like that. And those things, um, heavy metals, like I said, pesticides, chlorinated um, things, water, um, we use all filtered now, and that can have an effect. It can have an effect, especially if you are already high in those, those heavy metals. So something I always talk about, and I, I'm very public with what I talk about, I'm very open. Um, I do hear other people's opinions and I do take them into consideration. And I used to actually be the other, the opposite way. I was all about vaccinations. I was all about all of these things. And then after we went through all of this, you do take a look at the other side of things. Okay. What about the holistic route? Because honestly, I feel very, um, let down by the medical system when it 
came to Grayson's autism and I never felt like that before, but it just opened my eyes to so much because when we got his diagnosis from the best hospital in the world, it was pretty much just like, okay, this is the diagnosis. And I remember calling like numerous times afterwards and never getting a call back um, when like the behavior was getting really bad. And I thought, okay, we are on our own for this. That was like, okay, he has autism. Good luck in your life. Have a great day. And you were on your own and on your way. And that I think was the scariest things thing to go through because that felt, felt as though, wow, nobody can help us. Like we have to figure this out for ourselves or we're never going to survive it. So that's when I was like, okay, I need to get my butt online. And I just said, don't look at Google, but don't look at Google. Go on to YouTube, go on to biomedical sites, go on to blogs, go on to Facebook holistic ways and see what other people are talking about. And this is what I did. And I got books. I got a whole bunch of books on the topic. I collected um, Jenny McCarthy's book, all of her information, um, because, you know, they say she cured her son. Do I believe there is a cure for autism? No. Do I think that it can be very heavily managed to where it they can maybe even become undiagnosed and, you know, be totally fine and be able to be independent and get through life in high school and college? Absolutely. But do I think that will always be there? Yes, 100%. And I think a lot of people fly under the radar. Um, even when you talk to people about your child's diagnosis or autism, they'll even turn around, a lot of them that I've spoken to, and say, you know, I want to get tested because I have my little quirks, or this really bothers me, or I can never eat a sandwich with crusts, and I'm 50 years old, and I've never been able to do that. It just bothers me. Things like that. And, you know, when our children do that now, it's written down as another symptom, and there's people every day that are doing these things. Um, so I think it just depends on what you consider as abnormal. I mean, I've done a past episode on what exactly is normal. I don't think any of us are truly, really normal. We all have our own things. Um, so back to what I was saying, when you have, the one thing I always talk about is if you have a child that is, let's say they're born and they are in, heavy in mercury and arsenic and all of these heavy metals and it came from the mother. Okay. Like they're literally just born. You're in the hospital. Okay. Now, as you go through the first month, two months, and taking them to the pediatrician, even in the hospital, the first vaccine is vitamin K. Um, and even holistic groups I'm on say absolutely do not even get that. And from what I've always understood by the medical community is if you don't get that, the baby could die. Um, so I've always believed that. But that's where it starts. And this is literally given within a few hours of life. Um, and then you go to the pediatrician and you're getting MMR and all of these vaccines. And these children are literally getting 30 vaccines in like two, three years of time, two to four years, depending on their scheduling. Um, and that to me is just absolutely ridiculous. It was never like that. There was just a few. And yes, we have more things out there now, but like, I don't agree with the chicken pox vaccine. I've had chicken pox as a kid. Was it hell? Yes. Did I, were you going to die? No, you aren't going to die. Could that be a precursor then to shingles? Yes. But then they can get the shingles vaccine later on if they decide to get that. I just don't think like the certain things like that, I do think are a little crazy. Um, 
and I'm open with that. And hey, listen, if you, I got it for Grayson, so I'm not knocking anybody out there at all. Um, I support what everybody does. Everybody has their own beliefs, and I firmly believe that. And that's just how I am, even in this topic and political topics. When I talk to people, no matter who they voted for, no matter what they believe. That is their opinion. They are entitled to that. And we can have a civil discussion. Um, So I totally understand if you guys are pro-vaccine, and I always was. But when you're going through it and you see the changes and you see from one minute to the next after the vaccine the changes, you then think differently. Um, But they're giving these kids these vaccines, and they're not doing a medical test. They're not taking your child and saying, okay, we need to give the MMR shot which, yeah, it has mercury, but it's a different kind of mercury, so they say. But any kind of mercury, when you're already high in toxic levels of mercury, is not going to be safe adding more mercury to your body, no matter if it's different or not. Um, They're not doing a baseline test saying, okay, this child's high high in mercury, so we need to wait, and then we're going to just delay the MMR shot. Because they say if you delay the MMR from till at least three and a half, four, preferably five, um, the chances of autism are less likely. So what does that tell you? Um, there is, you know, documentaries on this. Um, we always talk about Vaxxed and Vaxxed 2. Definitely look it, look it up. Um, the website is vaxthemovie.com, and you can watch it there, or you can run it from YouTube. As far as finding it anywhere else, they completely banned it and removed it. Um, it was supposed to play at the Tribeca Film Festival, and they totally stopped it like at the last minute so that to me is somebody that doesn't want that information to come out um danny devito is actually the producer of it his son has autism um yeah and it was completely stopped so you have to find it on those two places or you're you're not going to be able to come across it um because they don't want you to um so yeah so that's assuming that every child has the same exact blood and they can all handle the same thing that's like me taking 10 adults and saying okay you guys can all take this same pill. We all know that is not true. There are people that are allergic. There are people that are, that are going to have a reaction to it. Um, so we know that. So what is different with babies and children? Um, so that's the one thing that really baffles my mind. But that would be a huge turn in the medical community because that would cost a lot of money to test all of these children when they're born. And I don't see that changing anytime soon. Um, can parents demand it? Possibly. I'm not really sure how that works. Um, I would actually love to find that out from like a labor or delivery is if there's anybody that's a labor or delivery nurse or doctor, shoot me an email at building the puzzle at yahoo.com. I would love to know how does that work? If a child is born and the mother says, I don't want the vitamin K, I am not doing any vaccines. What is the hospital's response to that? Um, yeah, I'm sure you're going to talk to that mother and tell them the risks and all of this and, But if ultimately she says no, can she get in trouble? Because I have seen things um, lately. I saw it on Instagram, actually. There was this mother. Her child was not latching to the breast correctly. And she was really concerned that he wasn't getting enough fluid and that he would possibly be dehydrated. He wasn't showing signs of dehydration, but she was really getting concerned about this as a new time mom and stressed that he wasn't latching. So they went to the hospital and the hospital said he was in fact dehydrating and they wanted to give him a B shot. Um, I don't know if it was B6 or B12, but she declined it because of their religion. Well, here CPS came into the hospital and took her baby. 
Um, and the next baby she had after that, like a year and a half later, they also took that baby automatically. Um, they looked at it as neglect. And, you know, people on Instagram are pledging and trying to help her get her kids back. Um, so how does that work? If you are a professional, I would love to hear from you. Um, or even, hey, if you want to do a podcast show, let us know. And we would love to have you on and just kind of pick your brain a little bit. Um, you would know, you know, we always tell our interview people exactly what we're going to talk about first. So you're not put on the spot. We don't like to do that to people. So you would never be bombarded in that way. But yeah, um, let us know. So back to all of that with heavy metals, not testing your children and pretty much just assuming they're all the same. Um, DMG is definitely something that can help after they have been vaccinated to try to mend those pathways again if there has been any damage to cells and things like that. Um, DMG supports healthy pathways and it helps isolate free radicals. So that's where that comes into play as far as detoxing. Um, It also helps with inflammation and we know autism is... It, it is part of a brain inflammation. Um, so that also can help. DMG also can help with GI tract issues. A lot of our children on the spectrum have stomach issues. They have GI issues. Um, and that, to me, you would want something like DMG. If your child cannot take DMG or, you know, you see a reaction or something like that because you do want to consult a professional, then you would do TMG which is trimethylglycine. So you have dimethylglycine and trimethylglycine. Um, Dimethylglycine is just TMG broken down. Um, So it's just a more direct route, but you do need a lot more TMG than you would giving your child DMG. So DMG might be a little bit easier, especially if it's hard to get your child to take it. We mix ours in yogurt now. We used to put it right into the milk, but since Grayson doesn't drink the milk anymore, we put it right into yogurt. Um, and it's odorless, tasteless, so he doesn't even know. So it is an easy one for us to sneak into him now. Um, but it can help with the GI issue, issues. And if your child has GI issues, you definitely want to have them on a probiotic too. A good probiotic that I recommend is Claire Labs. Um, it's a blue bottle. You can actually find it right on Amazon. It's refrigerated. You have to keep it in the refrigerator. And it has billions and billions of cells. So I don't care if your child eats yogurt every single day. Grayson eats yogurt literally all day long, and we let him, since he doesn't drink a lot of fluids, I feel like the yogurt really keeps him hydrated. Um, So we let him do that, and we put it right into the yogurt, but it's not, yogurt is not enough probiotic. It never will be. So you need more of those cells. So you're going to want to get a refrigerated probiotic that is the best kind you can get. Um, And we order it, like I said, on Amazon. It comes with a little cooler pack, so you're sure that it arrives cold. Um, I will put the name of the probiotic and the DMG that we use, and I will put the name of a really good TMG in the show notes. Um, That is by Kirkman Labs, and that's also who makes the Supernuthera that we use. Um, So you can find them, I believe, at Kirkman Labs on Google or .com. Um, But DMG also helps with vocal communication. So a lot of people will give their children DMG because it helps with language. And we have noticed a lot of changes, but you have to stay consistent. You are not going to notice it right away, or you may. It just depends. With Grayson, we noticed right away the fish oil, and that was the first one we tried. So it's hard to say when that improved 
things so much as far as like him being so alert and paying attention and we heard you know new sounds it was hard to say exactly if the dmg was contributing to that when we started it but we didn't see any regressions things just got better and better as we added on vitamins so um but it was hard to say like oh okay well this one you know the super Nutera that i talk about we used for behavior also and i will say that made a huge difference and i noticed that because when we stopped it we had a huge regression so he was on the liquid super Nutera, which is by kirkman labs again um and it's like super potent and it tastes really bad most adults can't even take it it's just a multivitamin that even, you know, regular adults take, um, but it's high in magnesium, and that is what you want for a child on the spectrum. High B6, high magnesium, um, and that can help with a lot of behavioral issues. Um, so the DMG, again, vocal communication, social skills, eye contact, improved quality sleep, and focus and calm. Um, it, so usually, typically, it doesn't take a long time for patients to see positive results of DMG. But I want to say that with a grain of salt, because like I said, every child is different. That is what it has been shown, though. Um, it's been shown to help with repetitive behaviors and, like I said, improve communication skills. Um, there was a doctor that did a study, and he showed that 45% of 6,000 patients who gave their children DMG supplements reported significant improvements. Um, when you consider how complex behavioral challenges can be, and how many different things contribute to the array of symptoms, significant improvement, improvements in nearly half of all patients is astounding. So give it a try, but definitely go through a biomedical bio doctor. Um, I don't want to just tell you guys to try it out, God forbid, um, but usually vitamins are pretty safe. But you definitely want to get a baseline on your children so you, you know you're approaching treatment the right way. Um, if DMG, like I said, it isn't going to work for every patient. Um, it is something that practitioners can test with a trial period. If it doesn't work, they can still utilize the information to create a plan that works for each specific child. The problem causing the symptoms may not be related to the methylation pathways. However, if the problem does have to do with methylation, DMG and adjacent supplementation may provide significant benefits to the patient. So a lot of times when you give DMG, you also are going to give a vitamin B12 and a folic acid. Um, we always had to give a folic acid because of the supernuthera, the type that we were on. You have to take a folic acid supplement with it. Now, there are other supernuthero um, products that you can take, like the powder. I believe that one, you do not need to take a folic acid. That one, we did not try first because we were afraid it was going to make it kind of too chunky in his meals. How I mean, I'm sorry, his milk. But now we are moving to a powder. Since he's not drinking the same way, you cannot put the supernuthera into water. That would just be disgusting. I wouldn't even drink that, so I would never expect him to. So we're going the powder route now, and I will update you guys and let you guys know how that worked out. Um, I'm keeping my fingers crossed because we have had behavioral challenges again, and ones that I honestly didn't miss. Um, sometimes I feel like I almost have PTSD from it. And I'm not even saying that, like, rudely to my son or anything like that. Um, it's just back when Sean was working and things were getting really bad around here and Grayson was just really struggling um, all day. It was screaming, crying, hitting his head. And finally I was like, I cannot do this anymore. I mean, I would call Sean, like, all day long and just be like, I don't know 
how much more I can take of this. Like, I have to help him somehow. And I was just like, I'm not going to put him on medication. So that's when I just really started digging into the research and what other people were doing. And that's when I really found out about biomedical treatment. Another thing you guys may have heard us talk about that we haven't really, we've gone into depth, but just bringing it up here again, um, you have certain protocols that you can do. Look up protocols. They have the name check protocol, which is like certain things of like dairy free, gluten free. And I'm going to tell you guys, it does make a difference. Um, and I've seen it because we tried to cut out, we, well, we did cut out gluten snacks and we got all gluten snack free gluten snacks. Um, and it made a big difference as far as Grayson not being so distracted and the stimming cut down a lot. Um, so yeah, definitely look into those things. Um, actually on right now, but there is a Facebook group and it is called the name check protocol Africa. Um, so I want, you know, you guys to reach out to these groups because you're going to find more on these groups than you will find from a medical professional. And I'm just telling you that honestly, I've been that route and they look at you like you're absolutely crazy, but there's something here because parents have tried it. You can read the testimonials. You can see their children, um, on here, the videos prior to before and, you know, during diagnosis and after the vitamins and after the supplements and after stem cell treatment and all of those things can have a huge impact. So I wanted to do this episode because I actually just wrote a blog. You guys can check it out on buildingthepuzzle.com, and it's pretty much exactly what we just talked about. Um, but you guys can go on and read everything. God forbid if I was just kind of all over the place. There's just so much information I'm trying to tell you guys, and I'm trying to keep it as straight as I can for you guys. Um, but go on to buildingthepuzzle.com. I literally have a post on there about every vitamin lately, so I'm just literally doing a blog post on every vitamin that we have done on autism and what it can help you guys with. So check that out. I'm also going to upload, I have the list of the DAN slash LAN biomedical doctors for you guys who specialize in autism and biomedical treatment. They are the ones who are going to help test your child and give your child a treatment plan and, you know, help you guys along this journey of the vitamins, um, be prepared. It is not covered by insurance, but I can assure you it will be well worth your time. So how that works is I have the list of, it has pretty much almost every state. You might have to go to the city, um, in certain states, depending on where you are. I know like, for example, Texas, it's all in Houston and places like that. Um, I think Dallas has one also, but I will upload that list on buildingthepuzzle.com. Definitely check that out. That is how I found our biomedical doctor. Um, and yeah, I, I wish you guys all the best luck in this journey. Um, it will definitely be worth your time though. And it's something that even you guys can check out adults, you know, you as a mother or father, you're going to want to get healthy too. And it will definitely open your eyes to everything out there. Um, so I hope you guys have enjoyed this episode. Sorry, it was a little long. I appreciate you guys giving me your time and giving us a, your support always. As always, you can find us on Instagram under Building the Puzzle and on Facebook, Building the Puzzle and buildingthepuzzle.com. I hope you guys have a wonderful day. Bye-bye. For autism, building, building the, the puzzle, puzzle one piece at, at a time. time. I'm Sean. And I'm Alex. Signing, Signing off. off. Take care, everybody.
year of building the puzzle, we understand how difficult and challenging it can be for parents with autistic children that have communication delays. Well, if you're in New Jersey, you're in luck. The speech paradigm has you covered. They're helping children overcome speech challenges all across New Jersey. They offer both telehealth services as well as in-home therapy. Please reach out to them. You can uh, take a look on their website at www.thespeechparadigm.com. You can reach out by phone at 732-203-5268. You can also find them both on Facebook and Instagram as well at The Speech Paradigm. We are also sponsored by Grayson and Company, uh, making homemade toys. They have everything from wooden homemade toys to sensory bins, sensory boards, all different kinds of toys for your children. Uh, they can be reached at grayson-company.myshopify.com as well as on Facebook and Instagram as well as Etsy. On Etsy, they can be found at Grayson and Company Toys.